Welcome and closer all to another episode of Tales of Wales. Did you just interrupt me? You stupid I'm saying, okay, you, you went so quick. <laughs> you went like, you ready? Let's go, boom. And you just didn't give me two seconds. We're leaving this to in to yes, show okay, the neck. We're leaving <laughs> okay. all this in to show your abject failure as a co-host. Uh, welcome and close all to another. You're doing it again! Ah, <laughs> uh, you've got to delay. You've got to delay. I was right on the money then. Starting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right then welcome and croissant all to another episode of Tales of Wales and the podcast never fails to inform and entertain uh, I'm not I was going to say I'm Jack, I'm not Jack, I'm Franks and as always I'm joined by my old pal my confidant, my old buddy you little thick as thieves, my old buddy Kaji you're about to say you, I'm Franks and I'm pissed at Jack <laughs> that's what confused you on there because of my ruined. bumbling of the, of the beginning there <laughs> Um, this week's episode, we're going to cover a, a tale of betrayal. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it is. I haven't read anything about it. <laughs> so no, you're quite right. It is a tale of is. betrayal. You got on the money, mate. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm, 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 for, I'm going to take a back seat today, and I'm going to become the listener because I, I haven't had time to properly research it. Become one with the audience themselves. <laughs> yes, yeah, to get a better understanding of what those poor bastards go through. Um, anyway, should we tell everyone what we're doing today? We're, we're, we're not recording drunk. We've given up alcohol. Oh, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> no, we just all, we're doing it. All unsubscribing. No, it's okay, guys. We're still cool. We're still we're cool. We're still cool. We're still cool. We're just recording on the company dime, aren't we? We're gonna. Yeah, we, we're really strapped for time at the moment, and the season two's come out quite fast, so we have to record on our lunch break. They're clamouring for us, aren't they? The fucking crowds are going wild. We got to keep us up with blood. Give us Welsh history. <laughs> Is this mad? I'm drinking a cup of tea instead oh, of a fucking cup of rum right. for a change. No, it, <laughs> yes. I felt a bit wrong just even saying it. Let them drink yeah. it. I've got Pepsi Max to pretend like I'm having a, a rum and coke. <laughs> Trick the receptors in your brain to thinking, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's alcohol in this. Yeah, I'm drinking straight mixer. Never been done before. <laughs> Absolute madman. And what have you been up to? So we tell everyone as well. Sorry, I'm really excited. I haven't seen you since Friday or Saturday. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with this weekend is your stag do. Oh yeah, this is your mega stag. stag. Mega <laughs> stag. stag. Mega stag. Mega stag. I can't wait for yeah, it. When we on uh, when we were getting pissed on um, was it Saturday? We were doing the little stag horns and some pictures, when we? Just mega stag. Prelude. We must have looked really cool doing that in spoons. That was cool. For the audience, our friend had a stag, and uh, he was when was out in Poland, so he wasn't really going to do a proper stag. But we turned up at his door unannounced, and uh, his wife had let us like know he was home all day, and he decided to get drunk on his own the night before, and he was looking like a sack of sorry shit. <laughs> he was howling, wasn't he? Because yeah. Yeah. I think it was COVID, wasn't it? So we couldn't actually do what we wanted to do. I, yeah, thought. it was around COVID stuff. It was like when, yeah, or maybe just when we were coming out or something. Yeah, we I think were allowed it was to go over houses and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, good cover. And we dragged his sorry ass out of the fucking. <laughs> depth of his pit. He was in his like arsenal top. He was in his arsenal top and like joggers and he looked like shit and he was eating like just raw pickle. And, and he had 15 a of bowl of fucking up. gherkins on the side, didn't he? <laughs> that yeah. was it. What's that about? <laughs> yeah. Mad. Yeah. And then we kept it all, we gave him shitty really grim antler horns and we're like here we go, <laughs> mega stag. And then proceeded to basically like live stream just his living room and just, with us constantly <laughs> drunkenly shouting, Mega Stack, Mega Stack. 
<laughs> well, we did have a barbecue out the back as well. It was pissing it down, though, yeah, so we, we quickly grim. lost interest in that. Yeah. Oh, we didn't leave Bessin. We left all the food there as well, just out in the rain. We had to clear that. Perfect stag. <laughs> You'll deal with that, mate. See you, see you that never. Classic stag move from us, isn't it? Just yeah. Just pranked him on the stag. Mega stag. Um, but then... That's mine this weekend. You're this weekend. You know where you're going, don't you? Yeah, and it was uh, Brizzy. The big Bristol. smoke. Yeah, the big smoke. The sister city of Cardiff. And we're going to... Uh, uh, I, I, I won't tell you much for us. There's not, nothing planned anyway. We'll just go there, have a pint. No, all I know, I, I'm assuming uh, Andy knows me well enough that he knows all I want to do is sit in the bloody boozer for two days yeah. with, with the boys, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing too interesting. <laughs> just that. No. Emma, my partner's like, so what would you do? It's like, nothing. Why would you do anything? We'll just get drunk. So we'll, oh, we'll... Classic. <laughs> yeah. Don't no, you know well... doing nothing is something? Yeah. I love um... doing nothing. Can I tell you one of the ideas that was thrown about that was instantly just <laughs> shot down? I know one. What was um, it? The, the life that drawing? My brother... Oh, no. That, was it life drawing? No, I didn't know that was proposed. <laughs> Can I tell um, you it? I'm assuming not of me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and what, a, what a legendary stag that would be. Get <laughs> off, Jack. No, yeah, thank now. you. Um, he, he had to... Um, Andy message in the WhatsApp group saying, hey, what do you guys think of doing life drawing with Prosecco? We're like, we want a fucking hen, do. <laughs> oh, he's been to one of those, hasn't he? He said, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he went to it. another stag with that. And yeah. some, some you know, vulnerable young student who probably just needs to pay the bills was brought forward, I believe. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> when you paint that, a horrible picture. Which is like, I know, yeah. That's I, what I, you do it, yeah, life drawing. I, I, just want, um, I just want Andy to feel like the little... Pivot that he is. <laughs> oh, you dirty bastard! We can get our Bristolian accent in. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be done to death. I'm yeah. sure. Right, me lover. Oh, changing lanes, yeah. are we? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know too much about it. All I know is pub, and we're going for some steak at some point. That's what. Yeah, I mean. yeah. And you're gonna. Oh, it's Paddy's gonna... day as well. Just happens yeah. to be. Yeah. Well, that's enough boring interlude for our... <laughs> Have we got anything inter- entertaining to tell the audience? No, I've just been excited for the stag, mate, you know. Yeah, that's it. To get that's what I've been doing with my waking hours at the moment. Yeah. Um, have you... What's your vibe on fancy dress? Because I'm not a fancy dress boy. No. Uh, that's what I'll say to that. Just a plain yeah. no. I think it's just <laughs> And I'm depressing. assuming you guys know me well enough that you yeah. wouldn't yeah. dress me as a fucking baby yeah. or something. You know? Yeah, I just find it fucking grim. It's grim enough having a bunch of lads together in the room anyway. It's always like, on, I just think getting the fucking, dressing up as, yeah, like you said, like a, a, a noncy vicar or something. <laughs> just, don't, yeah. just don't like it. Not judging those who do. You know, you do you. Mm, I kind Honey of boo. am. But I'm very much judging them. <laughs> no, I'm not. Each their own, in it. Let me just see if I got any notes for this week's. Um, Do you absolutely know that you haven't got notes and you're just feigning that you've got <laughs> No, hang on. I'll just like, oh, I swear I have my notes. The bloody notes. I got one. Okay, so. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how we'll tidy this up in the edit, but um, I wanted to mention to you as well. There's an account on um, TikTok that I'm obsessed with called like Food Made Easy or Food Made Simple, and it's mm. this fucking tragic, clearly divorced dad who <laughs> just like tries to make interesting meals to get his kids to see him. And it's like one of the things he gets is like he gets a crumper, and he gets like a rolling pin, and he flattens it. Then he gets like a bright pink frozen raw wall sausage. You know the ones that like fucking yeah. Yeah. The most ass snout and fucking hooves <laughs> put together. 
But then he then he uh, wraps fatty bacon round it. So he's got a crumpet flattened with a raw sausage in it, wrapped in bacon. Then he throws it in the oven, and it looks like it's, and it looks like a fucking kid's oven. It looks, it looks ridiculous, it's like an easy bake <laughs> oven. And then how it pops, it's like anemic looking vile floppy cock wrapped in like a spongy crumper. <laughs> and it's like, mmm, d- dinner served. It's like, oh God. And, Do you love me yet? <laughs> yeah. And then he made a pancake. And it's like a shot of the saddest, limpest fucking roast, roast beef, mash, carrots, cabbage dinner. And he jams all that into a pancake. Then he lays <laughs> like lettuce and he rolls it into slices. And it's like some oh. like hellish British sushi. It's just fucking, it's awful. <laughs> What is this man's obsession with jamming Man. things into other things? <laughs> yeah, sometimes he'll get raw sausage and he'll um, put it out of the, the wrapping or whatever it's in, <laughs> the intestine it's in, and then he'll um, scrape it over frozen uh, frozen waffle, bird's eye waffles so it gets in the holes and <laughs> bakes <What>? it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's this true. guy's like the darkest level of creative. It's just, who <laughs> yeah. thinks of this shit? Yeah, Sicko. He is, yeah, but he's a good, you should check him out, it's called Food Made Simple. Anyway, enough chat about TikTok, let's get on to the hot topic of today's story. Very good, yeah, and we have been uh, criticised for our jibber-jabber before, so... You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm apologies. also at a much higher octane level than you today, you sound, if I'm going to oh, I'm quite depressed. tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's because I'm sat here drinking fucking tea. And yeah. you know I'm only truly happy when I've got alcohol in my system. Yeah, I've never so. seen you sober, I don't think, so this is just depressing. It's been a while. Like, actually, yeah. if you think, ask yourself that question, it probably has been quite a while since we've seen each other genuinely sober. Yeah. Oh, God. I've normally at least got a couple of beers in or something. You know? yeah. All right, well, you lead the way, Mon Perry. Right, yeah, I'll try and inject some enthusiasm into my fucking brain uh, when I'm telling this. Um, so, yeah, today is... Uh, called the treason of the long knives so this is not to be confused with something i came across in my research quite a lot uh, which is night of the long knives which is a bunch of killings the nazis did in the 19 in 1934 this is very different those were nazis this is the britons the britons the nazis of today (laughs) well yeah so yeah just a little uh, prefix to this So yeah, the treason of the Long Knives is about a massacre of Celtic chieftains that took place in the 5th century. Um, The history on this is a a bit sketchy. Lots of historians consider it um, kind of pseudo-historical, like where where myth meets uh, fact or whatever. Uh, But I'm just going to present it as cold hard facts because I think it's quite a cool story. So yeah, for the sake of this, just imagine this definitely 100% happened. So onto the story. The High King of the Britons at the time was a guy named King Vortigern, which I thought was quite a cool name. Vortigern. 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 Uh, what's uh, Viggo Mortensen? <laughs> Viggo Mortensen, King Vortigern. <laughs> and so on and so forth. Yeah, so King Vortigern, he ascended the throne after the Romans uh, left Britain uh, around the year 410. But even though he was king, he was still dealing with attacks from uh, the Picts, uh, for, which for those who don't know are a Celtic tribe that originate from Scotland. And the Gales. So the Gales are kind of a, Gale. a, bit of a cat. The Gales. <laughs> Heavy like Gales Gale from the north. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gale Platt's come to get you. That's the best way to imagine them, I, I think. So the, uh, the Gales were a bit of a catch-all <laughs> term for Celts, basically, back in the day. But in this context, they, uh, historians assume it meant um, Celtic tribes hailing from Ireland and the Isle of Man. 
Oh, Gaelic. So, so the hot take from this is Viggo Mortensen, King Vortigern. Mm. He was fighting the Picts from the north and the Gaels from kind of the west. And that's the Gaelic. And they, the Gael must have Gaelic language. Uh, yeah, so there, there are other Celts. There's other tribes yeah. of Celts. Um, it, it, yeah, like I said, it used to be like a catch-all term for it could mean any sort of Celtic uh, tribe. But in this in this context, it's, it's Ireland and those from Isle of Man as well. Okay. So yeah, he was kind of fighting a, a bit of a fight on all fronts. So okay, I can't fucking read this King Vorskin now without thinking of Viggo Mortensen. So if <laughs> for the viewers and listeners, if you just yeah, if you, if you hear me say Viggo Mortensen, you know who I mean. Anyway, so Vorskin was desperate to keep order in his kingdom, and in his desperation, he turned to the leaders of the Saxons, Hengist and Horsa, to help quell the attacks in Britain. If they got the job done. Uh, the Saxons would be given the Isle of Thanet, which is just off the coast of Kent. And they could have this as a reward, as well as some uh, provisions, gifts, and whatnot, from King Vortigern. So the Saxons, they managed to beat back the Picts and the Gales. Uh, and despite getting their hands on the entire island, the greedy little buggers, they weren't satisfied. So they started convincing Vortigern that they needed more men to keep the country secure, so that Vortigern could rule without the um, disruption of the Picts and the Gales. And uh, so the king allowed them to bring more and more Saxons to the land from overseas. Uh, I think the Saxons originally, aren't they from like sort of Northern Europe? Yeah. Northwestern, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's that. A, Saxony is now a place in Germany. And so the Anglo-Saxons were a combo of the two. People from, from That's England it, yeah. and Saxons. That's right, yeah. So the original Saxons were sort of kind of German way, Germany way, sort of basically across the across the sea from... Uh, the southeast of England. So the Saxons claimed more and more victories against Vortigern's enemies and were rewarded again and again with more land and the blessing of the king to bring more of their men to Britain. King Vortigern had also got the hots for Hengus's daughter, Rowena, who by all accounts was a real fox, according to the, uh, the history Ooh. books. I don't know what the upper limits of foxiness were, you know, back in 5th century, <laughs> but uh, we can leave that to the experts. Anyway, <laughs> the, king the king fancied about this Rowena woman anyway. So Hengist spotted this, that he had the hots for his daughter, uh, and offered his daughter Rowena to King Vortigern just to carry a bit more favour and sort of uh, get his ear a bit more. So Hengist was in Vortigern's good books from here on out, and because of the rewards of land the Saxons kept receiving and the influx of their men to the country, a huge part of the north of England was now essentially under Saxon control, um, under the excuse that that's where they were best suited to repel uh, the Picts for, that were coming down from Scotland. Mm. Some of Vortigern's warlords, including his own son, Vortimer, this might get confusing now, Vortigern's <laughs> the king, Vortimer's the prince. And Viggo Mortensen um, is the man who played Aragorn. Yeah, just a very good actor, and <laughs> I highly recommend his films. Uh, but he does have a really anyways. small todger, if you see any of his nude scenes. Oh, does he? <laughs> oh no, I have seen that, yeah. in uh, What's that one? Ba uh, European... On the road? Oh no, I was thinking oh, it's not called European something. It's uh, it's where he's a Russian mobster or something. <laughs> European baddie. Yeah, no. that's basically what it is in my in my hell. It's that in my head. It's European baddie. Yeah. So watch that film. Great if yeah. you want to see his little Todge. Yeah. Anyway, we're, I digress. <laughs> we're getting off topic. <laughs> so anyway, some of Fortigan's warlords, including his own son called Vortimer, could smell something fishy going on. Uh, they didn't like the growing Saxon presence in their country. And especially how dependent the king had become on them. With the help of the majority of the king's lords, Prince of Autumn took his father's throne 
and led an army to attack the Saxons, defeating them uh, finally after four bloody battles. During one of the battles, Horsa, which was the other leader of the Saxons, he was killed, so Hengist now had full control of what was left of the Saxon forces. At Vortimer, uh, the prince, would not be king for long, though. Uh, after fighting valiantly in the north, he was poisoned basically as soon as he got home. Well, where was his dad at the time of this? Uh, so he's just been deposed, and he's just in the um, in like the in palace background. and kings and right. what. He hasn't been arrested because, by the all accounts, he was a bit of like a feeble king. So he, uh, he was just like you know they said you're not fucking king anymore. And you yeah. went all right then. <laughs> no, I suppose. Cup of tea in his room, yeah. kind of like what I'm doing now. Trying to ride that horse um, in Hidalgo. <laughs> yeah, just trying to stretch his todge out for the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right. Um, so, yeah, Vortimer wouldn't be king for too long. He got back um, from fighting in the north, and he was poisoned basically straight away, um, supposedly by Rowena, who at this point was his stepmother and still daughter of Hengist, the leader of the Saxons. Yeah. So not only was she foxy, she was cunning like a fox Ooh. as well. Oh, Clever like a fox. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Anyway, so Vortimer was dead, the prince. Uh, the crown went back to his father, Vortigern, Migo Vortensen. No, fucking hell, Vigo Mortensen even. <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> so, Vigo Mortensen slash Vortigern yeah. was very fucking stupid, and he invited Hengist back to Britain at the request of his wife, Hengist's daughter. Uh, Hengist, in a show of strength, assembled a huge army of 300,000 Saxons, which is an incredible amount of people for that time. How many? Uh, like we, three hundred thousand. Jesus. This is where I think that the uh, you know the historians are kind yeah. of like this oh, has got to be made also, up. So they're not Anglo-Saxons at the moment; they're just Saxons from Germany, from the north. Yeah, sorry, part. these are just Saxons because yeah. they haven't settled in in Britain yeah. yet. Um, um, so they're they're from sort of Germany way and yeah. uh, sort of top end of kind of Europe. So yeah, he, he assembled this huge army of three hundred thousand men in a show of strength. And there's kind of a lot of back and forth here, um, so if, that I'm not going to bother going into. It's sort of superfluous detail that you you guys who listen to this, you don't care about, do you? So if you want to have a look into that, by all means, do it on your own fucking time, right? <laughs> don't make me do it for you. And um, but the long and short of it is basically the Britons they pull together their own massive army, and Hengist is pretty sure he'll lose if he comes back to Britain. Mm. Um, so he comes back to the king with a lie, saying he had no intention of using the army to attack Britain. It was just for his protection because he believed that the Prince Vortimer was still alive and it was a ploy by the Britons to coax him into coming back into sort of danger. So King Vortigern, apparently being thick as pink shit, he believed this. But Hengist was playing the dummy further and asking the king what lands can his men settle on now. So he's basically saying, oh look, I've still got Saxons that are kind of astray if you like in britain that we left there when we we departed britain like where where's there where can they sort of settle now um we need to talk you know or do they come back to northern europe how do they get there etc so hengist suggested they have a chat about it in person and the king agreed so both parties agreed to bring a party of 400 men each to a feast where the meeting would take place they decided the feast would be held on the salisbury plain uh, and for those of you who don't know that's the same place where stonehenge is located so before the feast hengist told all his men to conceal long knives in their clothes. And once the Britons were suitably pissed, he'd shout, Nemet ar saxas. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but basically it means, get your knives. Uh, which is, I thought it would be cooler than that when I, I looked <laughs> for the translation. Subtle, of that. Just 
Get your knives. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is the int- the interesting thing is uh, <laughs> that would be the not so subtle signal to stab the nearest Brit to you. <laughs> but the um, the Britons, a lot of them, or actually most of them, wouldn't speak Saxon. Oh, yeah. So they'd just be thinking, why is this guy shouting, oh dear, I've been stabbed in the fucking gullet. Yeah. So many Saxons were killed in the ambush, but uh, it was well, so a huge, they huge were loss killed. for... What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, sorry. That, so although uh, Saxons, when they when they ambushed the Britons, uh, they fought back and they did lose a few men, the Saxons, but almost every single Briton was killed, um, including 60 ruling barons. Um, the only two Britons to survive were King Vortigern, who was taken prisoner, and then a man named Eldol, who was uh, the Earl of Gloucester at the time. Eldol, who was the Earl of Gloucester. <laughs> and he apparently fought his way out of the ambush with a wooden stake, which was way cooler than his stupid name would suggest. Oh, Eldol. Eldol. Oh, Eldol. They didn't trust him with a real sword. He's given one of those wooden ones. Yeah. Play with his stake, Eldol. Yeah. Oh, I'm Eldol. <laughs> oh, Eldol. <laughs> Well, I think I love him because the Saxons bloody underestimated him and he fucking yeah. shanked a few of them with this, this wooden stake. So the only two survive, yeah, Eldol, who scarpered, and King Vortigern himself, he was taken prisoner. So Hengist brought over the rest of his army then, and with the ambush having a huge effect on both the morale of the country and the deprivation of its leaders, he effectively took control over most of the country with minimal resistance. So that's when the Anglo-Saxons came? Yeah, so that's when the Saxons that, first yeah. came over and um, uh, attacked Britain. The aftermath goes on for some time, but basically, um, that other survivor, old Eldol, our boy Eldol, he swears revenge on not only Hengist, but on King Vortigern as well, because he blamed him for what happened to the country by being so fucking stupid. So he ends up, Eldol, uh, way further down the line, he ends up teaming up with um, Ambrosius Oriolanus. Who was a uh, Romano? He was a Roman. Roma, I don't know if I'm saying this. Romano British, a Ray Romano British leader, uh, <laughs> Romano British leader, probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah, a Roman that basically was, you know, British essentially. Yeah. So when the Romans so, left, he stayed around, and well, most of those Romans were born, even though they were for the Roman army. Yeah, so they were like in born in Britain, but they were yeah. part of the Roman Empire. But I'm made so, yeah, in the Royal Navy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Ambrosius Aurelianus, he teams up with Eldol. They uh, amass an army and they take back Britain then from the Saxons a few years later. Um, but before this, though, King Vortigern escapes uh, the Saxons' captivity. He goes into hiding and then Eldol finds out where he is and ends up burning him and his new wife alive in their own home. So he puts a little bar on the door and just chucks a couple of torches in and yeah, kills the former king. With oh. his new wife, who had nothing to do with it, which is a bit harsh of old Eldol. Eldol. But don't fuck with Eldol. <laughs> don't do it. Burn you at the stake. <laughs> yeah, I'm too thick to understand the consequences of my actions. I'll burn you. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, there's nothing to say that he was thick, by the way, but that's just our own little spin on the tail. Have you uh, seen that pillar of Elisek? Mm. Have you seen that? So the pillar of... is uh, There's a... Pillar of Eliseg is like a monument, and it's like mid-century, mid-ninth century stone in Llangollen in North Wales, um, and it gives the old spelling of Vortigern, which is uh, Gwartherin or Gwartherin. Um, All right. And uh, the inscription is now damaged, but the final letters of the name are missing. But it's believed to be the same person as uh, Vortigern, who was called Superbus Tyrannus. Tyrannus. 
Oh, right. Um, That's quite a cool name. Yeah, I, I think it, yeah, I think it's in relation to him fucking up and, <laughs> and losing. Uh, mm. uh, I'm annoyed you didn't find the uh, the Welsh um, version of his name in the stories. Do you think that would be one of the first things that popped yeah, up? Yeah, I, well, I, I think I found his Welsh version. It, it, if you <laughs> it go was on... one of the first things. Was, was it the <laughs> no, third link down? Because that's no, as far as I, 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 I looked into <laughs> his. So Old Welsh, is, uh, there's a few versions of Old Welsh names. So it's Gutherigin, Gutherigin, and then mm. Welsh Gutherin, and then Old English is Vertigon. Old Breton, Gurdium, Gurthium, Iris. He's got different versions of his name. But yeah, he before all uh, this kicked off, he was a real powerful ruler. And um, so yeah, they found this ninth. There's just they found a pillar that dates back to the ninth century that was erected in honor of him. And it says, yeah, the pillar also states that he was married to Servia, daughter of Magnus Maximus, who was the that Roman who left. You know, who left Wales, and it's in that. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's in that song by David Duan. Neighbor and coffee at your Magnus Maximus when he leaves in like thirteen eight hundred or whatever. Um, I don't but know if it's just the film Gladiator that makes um, Roman names sound quite cool. Yeah, Magnus Maximus. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a pillar in North Wales dedicated to Old Vortigern, and um, apparently he gave a line to his bloodline was the descent leading to the royal family of Powys, and they erected the cross in his honour. Ah, I see. A little bit of extra there for you. A real-life yeah. example of this bad boy. Yeah. And when was this? this the 5th century, did you say? 5th yeah. century, yes. Yeah. So How good is the Just after the warlord. Romans left. Warlord. I'm a warlord. I'm a lord of war. I'm a trickster. Yeah, 410 it was. For, uh, so Romans left yeah. Britain uh, around 410, yeah. and it wasn't long after this that sort of Vortigern yeah. managed to sort of be- declare himself king of Britain. But I think uh, Maximus, whatever his name was, he left Wales beforehand. And that's when they believe Wales first became a sort of... Because, I mean, it it was never a country for years. It was lots of small parts of Wales fighting each other. Yeah, I think 388 is when he left uh, Britain and left Wales. Um, And the one they started to bring back from Wales. So yeah, he, um, yeah. He, apparently old Regal Mortison was a... Because I, I read as well that he when he escaped the Saxons, he moved to North Wales. And um, Yeah, there was a bit... Um, there's quite a, a big chunk on like sort of where he went and he moved around a few times apparently, but I thought I'll just yeah. skip all that and just keep his head down. Eldol gets his yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get his head down and he can't blame him fucking up like that, inviting the lads over. Getting into all sorts is of a, mystery. That is really dropping a bollock, isn't it? A monumental yeah. bollock. Yeah. Um, so, anything? Any other little standout fellas? No, that was it. Really, the um, I did like the uh, the, the name again, Ambrosius Aurelianus. Yeah, but um, that sounds like you put Ambrosius yeah, up your ass. Yeah, Ambrosius. Ambrosius. <laughs> reference to um to labyrinth. I think we <laughs> referenced that in the last episode as well. Ambrosius. Ambrosius. <laughs> I love Ambrosius. Ambrosius. It's all right, Ambrosius. You can cover out now. Um. Uh, right. Yeah. So he um he he comes back and that might be another one worth doing maybe um in the future to uh, doing the story about how he comes back and reconquers. Yeah, uh, Britain, but Eldol. then that's kind of for the Romans, or well, I assume it's for the Romans. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, because it, it's hard to decide. Because at the time, um, the when the Romans were going, those who the power vacuum left it for the Britons, so he's probably a Briton. Ah, uh, so he came back, yeah, in fifth century, and was fighting against what by that point were Anglo-Saxons because yeah. the Saxons had settled in 
in yeah. Britain, yeah. It's pretty cool that this is the first time I've ever realised when the Anglo-Saxons came in, well, which were the Saxons before they settled. But um, yeah, cause I, I think it's a really confusing time after the Britons leave, um, uh, after the Romans leave, and who becomes what, and how the Anglos merge with the Saxons to become the Anglo-Saxons. Yeah, it's a... Uh, we... We claim ourselves to be teachers, but we are also the <laughs> students. I, I read so this I really read. good. I read, I'm reading this really good book about how Wales was created, and um, so often, like you know, we read about these like battles in the south, where it's like the king of Gwynedd is like fighting against the martial lords to like free the mm. people at the bottom. Even though the martial lords are really cruel to lots of the people around there, people didn't feel nationalistic or like Welsh. They'd feel uh, a connection to their area. So they'd be like, yeah. you class yourself more as from St. Athen. You know, that's who your people are, rather than a yeah. unified, united Wales. Because it didn't really make much sense to see broader than your parish or your community. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, even like you said, with the, oh, uh, Wales had for a long time been split up into like, you know, like Powys, Gwynedd, De Havas, yeah. all that. You probably wouldn't, like you said, even consider yourself like, oh, a man of Powys kind of thing. Would you yeah. just be looking after kind of what was in your, your yeah. eye line, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, trees and the long knives. It, what's a long knife? When does a long knife become a sword? That's just a, <laughs> a long piece of string, question. mate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how many did they say? It was 400 and 400. Sorry? Say they bought 400 men each. Yeah, supposedly four hundred men each. Um, but the um, the Saxons waited until the British four hundred were pissed and got the jump on them with their <laughs> supposedly long knives. <laughs> right then, should we wrap that up? It's a shorty this week, but um, we're, like we said, doing our lunch. And there's this one is there's fuck all information on it. It's f- yeah, fifteen hundred years old, guys. Get over it. Sorry, we got make up facts for you. I squeeze blood from the rock, and that's what you got. So yeah. I do think it. you Plus, need to you got... perk up a bit, though. You're right, friggin' sorry. Oh, just... oh, a tired boy, and I tired. <laughs> yeah. But I well, will say that talking about Vigo Mortensen's little tards, that's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> put a bit of pep in my step. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time, always think about Vigo Mortensen's little tards when we're doing these day sessions. Because <laughs> I think I've been on top form. Yeah, you've been a old. you've been a happy chappy. Yeah. Um, all right then, mate. Well, deal from Adam Grandor. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, do send yeah, in your recommendations because we got a we got a bunch uh, held up. Uh, we got a little spreadsheet full of uh, episodes to cover. But all we do is finding out some more info, uh, finding out some more topics, and it doesn't always have to be battle related. We we're trying to diversify and go into anything just... Welsh and interesting, basically, yeah. isn't it? or you know, yeah. Celtic and whatever. Yeah. That's, a, that's it. But yeah, we're right. a much more open forum this season. You know, we're not telling you all to fuck off at the end. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling Jack to fuck off. It's not his bloody attitude. <laughs> Christ, he's fallen out of love with me. You little dirty five fingers. Oh, I, I also, I thought this was called the. <laughs> I've named this episode on the system that we use to record <laughs> the five fingers because I, I clearly got confused about what this is about. <laughs> treason of the long knife, treason of the five fingers. <laughs> yeah, <Look>. five digits. <laughs> Warming like a glove. <laughs> Right, I've got to go back to work. Hello. Uh, Fair enough, mate. I'll catch you one day soon. Let's see you on your stag, Mega Stag. Mega Stag. Mega Stag. I'm sure we'll have some tales on the so, Mega Stag for people as well. Yeah, the, maybe the uh, pod will be cancelled after that because they'll yeah. find me in a fucking ravine yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, my dead. yellow corpse. All right, you've got a long <laughs> life. See you soon, Magnus. See you. Ta da. Ta da. Ta da.